And welcome back to the Constitutionalist Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. And if you didn't know, this is the only podcast for the website, cpluscomedy.com. It's the premiere show. I don't know anymore. I don't know. This is so stupid. If you saw me uh, futzing with the computer uh, in, during the theme song for some reason, it's because Audition is still being a little butthead to me. So here we go. Here's that stupid thing. I don't understand. I don't understand any of this. I mean, it's a uh, it's rainy outside. I'm cold because there's no heat. Well, there is heat in the apartment. We're just not paying for it right now. We're not uh, putting it on to pay for it. It's very strange. <laughs> and now auditions have issues with me. But hey, look at this. We're in we're in the middle of it. We're in the thick of this uh, show that is the Constitutionals podcast. It's a wonderful show. If you haven't heard the show before, it's just an audio diary, essentially, where I sit down in front of this microphone and I talk to one to two cameras. <laughs> Sometimes cameras don't work. Sometimes cameras don't work. Sometimes I'm wearing uh, nice clothes. Sometimes I'm not. Today I'm wearing nice clothes. If you're not listening to this, sh- if you're only listening to the show, if you're not watching it, you should know that I'm wearing one of my trademark cardigans <laughs> and a tie, a shirt and tie, with some uh, dress pants and a pair of boots. Good pair of boots and some uh, red socks. Older burgundy. Older dark burgundy. Just really painting the scene for you today. Just got done recording the application. Uh, I will admit those these last two days, I have really come down with something where I cannot think of an idea for the application. I can think of ideas for anything else right now, but for the application podcast, which is a podcast that I'm using to promote myself to WABE, Atlanta's NPR station, uh, it is not going down. Just got a, a message on my watch. I'm not checking the time already. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I've had, I've had trouble coming up with ideas usually. So that show is a theme show. I'm not going to limit on that show too much right now. Cause I've already talked about it a thousand times for this show on the show, but I usually come up with a theme for each episode <laughs> and like, uh, like I'll go to the future and pretend I've been working, uh, pr- uh, producing podcasts with them for a year, or I'll talk, I'll be a different person from a different, uh, from, from New York. And I'll just talk about, uh, you know, being that, you know, anyway, it's, it's very stupid. It's so dumb. And I love doing the show no matter what, even if I just side really heavily up there. Hey, listen, uh, earlier this week, a couple days ago, Stan Lee passed away. Man was 95 years old. So I'm not, you know, I'm not as affected by it. Uh, he's been around forever, created comics, uh, which is, I think his wife might still be alive. Um, but he was, he's been in the news all year because, not because of Marvel stuff, but because he has blamed his agent for stealing money or something like that. So there's that. Uh, I'm not going to have a, some type of a farewell tribute to him. He was 95 years old. That's an insane age for anybody to live to. 95 years old. That is amazing. That's, that's a great life. Uh, but I did. He died on Wednesday, I believe. We found out on Wednesday. And I found out right, just before, right before I was recording the application. So I did... <laughs> An extensive voice. <laughs> I did his. I think I did his voice. It was really great. Uh, you know, here's my here's my Stanley impression right now. In my Stanley impersonation. Hey, it's me, Stanley Excelsior, Spider Man, the Hulk. <laughs> That's my Stanley impression. <laughs> I hope it, it was as good as it sounded in these headphones because it sounded perfect. Twice in two in two days, it sounded perfect. So there you go. I hope you I hope you know that I do respect him and what he did. Uh, I'm not going to lament on it because he was 95 years old. And and then and one of the one of my biggest issues with uh, this whole culture right now is 
uh, everybody's so focused on these superhero movies. And I saw a bunch of articles yesterday. Believe you me, I saw these articles yesterday that really pissed me off. That said, uh, Stanley's not even been dead for 24 hours. Don't worry, Stanley has uh, recorded all the cameos for the for future Marvel movies. And I just thought, who gives a crap? Replace the C word with the S word, and you understand what I'm saying. Who cares? Who cares? Let this man be dead for 24 hours. <laughs> Don't worry. He's recorded the, the, the Marvel's Infinity Peoples. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Batman vs. Superman was playing this morning at the gym uh, in the cinema cardio room. And I thought, what a fantastic film. I got to get moving so I can uh, talk about these other things that are in the docket. So, also this week. Uh, the I believe it's Lionsgate who was doing this movie. They released, oh, no, I'm sorry, it's Warner Brothers. They released a uh, trailer for their Detective Pikachu movie. So Detective Pikachu is a movie, it's a Pokemon movie, uh, but it's going to be, it's live action. And it has a decent cast, uh, save for one person who I think is miscast in his role as Pikachu, uh, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> but it's a live action take on the video game Detective Pikachu, the same name, where a kid teams up with, uh, Pikachu, who's wearing a detective's hat, and they solve crimes, essentially. The movie has uh, Justice Smith in it, who I believe is from uh, the Get Down TV show. I should really look this up. But I, I did I did, <laughs> you, I did just throw shade to Ryan Reynolds. I do believe he is miscast as Pikachu. Now, the whole, the people, when the movie was announced that was being made, I think a year and a half ago, people were saying that they wanted Danny DeVito. Yeah, that'd be funny. That'd be great to see Danny DeVito in his role. I think that Warner should have leaned a little bit more towards that area. It didn't have to be Danny DeVito, but it definitely could be uh, uh, somebody in along the same vein. They got Ryan Reynolds, and seeing Ryan, seeing Pikachu talk with uh, some Canadian white dude's voice, no offense to him, and I don't mean to bring race into it, but saying this... Like, that's imagine a Pikachu saying that. <laughs> imagine a Pikachu saying that. Here's another part of the trailer. Did you just talk? This justice. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> I don't like that at all because this is a cute thing. Either you either go. I think you should either go turn way into the skid and make it just this uh, grotesque voice. Get Stan Lee to voice Pikachu. Hey, it's me, Pikachu. <laughs> My Stanley got way worse. But have the Pikachu sound, have this gruff voice. Because that, that's funnier. Uh, Justice Smith is in it. And uh, Catherine Newton. Ken Watanabe, who's a very good actor. Uh, who should just have his own movie. But he's a character actor, so that's fine too. Uh, Suki Waterhouse. Bill Nye. Chris Gear, Chris Gear, Really? Rita Ora? Oh my god. <laughs> this is a grab bag of names. <laughs> but it's coming out sometime next year. In the summer of next year. May, May 10th. Oh my god. Is it going up against... Uh, uh, no, no, no. Avengers was moved to uh, April, I believe, earlier, like last week, something like that. It was moved to April. This is going to be great. This is going to be really interesting. And it is the first Warner Brothers Pokemon movie since uh, Pokemon 3 in 2001. And that was the last one, I believe, that was released to theaters. I don't. I think Pokemon Forever, that's what it was called, that had Celebi. I believe it had Celebi in it. I'm not even going to double check because I am so sure about this. <laughs> Uh, I am single, so please 
help me out here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. So this is going to be great. Uh, Rob Letterman directed. Let's see what he's directed before. And Nicole Perlman and Rob Letterman wrote the movie. I think it's always good when the writer is also the director. He did uh, Monsters vs. Aliens. Good for him. I like that movie. Goosebumps 2015 he directed. Captain Underpants, the first epic movie. He was an EP for so That's cool. Uh, Shark Tale. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> Nicole Perlman, let's see what she's got. Thor, consultant, okay. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, she wrote the original draft, okay. First Man, uncredited, ooh, okay, good for her. Captain Marvel, oh, wow, Jesus, original draft, post-production, mm, girl, okay. All right, all right, that's cool, all right. I trust these people, I do, I do, I do. I can't wait for this movie to come out. Uh, I will try to take out in the back of my head that Ryan Reynolds is starring in it. I just, I don't think I like him. <laughs> I used to. I don't think I do anymore. Oh, also, a quick thing that just happened right before I recorded the uh, the application about half an hour ago. Two Dope Queens is ending. Two Dope Queens is a great podcast hosted by and live show hosted by uh, Jessica Williams and Phoebe Robinson. Uh, I just had to check and see if I had a text. <laughs> Very important to see if I had a text. Uh, hosted by Jessica Williams and uh, Phoebe Robinson. It was a show that focused mainly on LGBT and uh, people of color, uh, comedy, stand-up comedy performances, and they also interviewed famous people like John Hamm. Uh, the last episode, and why it's an act, the last episode that uploaded today, surprisingly, is like a surprise, like they're not even in season, they usually did seasons, was Michelle Obama. It's very sad that this show is ending. Uh, but they are recording the lives. They have a live show. They have they have a, a couple of specials on HBO. So recording some more specials. So that's good. That's coming out next year. But it is still sad to see this show end. But they're just so busy, and that's the only reason I can come up with like that. They're that they're, this Joe is just, they're they're both so busy. I think Jessica Williams, and I've said this three. I've said this already three times. So I'm not sure Jessica Williams might be in the new Fantastic Beasts movie. And I'm going to look it up because I feel so bad for saying it so many times. She's 29 years old. She's six foot tall. We would make a still, we make a good couple. I'm only 5'10". Yeah, she's in the new Fantastic Beast movie. That's cool. That is interesting. Man, it sucks though that this show has to end. <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, let's see what else we got. Let's see what else is going on. So definitely check that out. Detective Pikachu, watch the trailer. If, you know, Toy Story 4 trailer looks cool. Uh, okay. Sally Forever. I saw Sally. For, I watched Sally Forever last night. That is HBO and Sky's. I believe it's Sky. Um, let's see. I'm trying to. I'm trying to look it up. It's a TV show that is just like uh, what's it called? Hello, ladies. It's about a. Well, except it's not. It's not just like it. It is slightly less like that show that I previously said. It's about a woman uh, played by Catherine Shepard who is who doesn't like her husband, who her fiance. Uh, she loves him, but she doesn't, you know, love him. And she's questioning their relationship. And she meets this woman named uh, uh, Emma, who is the show's creator, Julia Davis, show's creator and writer, I believe. And they have this whirlwind romance, and it's it's really it's a really beautiful show. There's a great sex scene that involves <laughs> that's a great it's a sex scene, lesbian and uh, toes, and, <laughs> and the husband is kind of involved, but he's doing his own thing, his nightly routine. It's a very funny thing. I think you should check it out. Sally Forever HBO, very funny show. Uh, I want to get into this before I have to go to break really quick. Uh, Busy tonight and Patriot Act. 
So let's start with Patriot Act, because that's what I know more about. Hassan Minaj's show, Patriot Act, and Busy Tonight, they uh, hosted by Busy Phillips, both started around the same time. Uh, Busy Tonight is this Sunday through Wednesday show, which is so very strange, but I'll get to that in a second. Uh, Patriot Act is the weekly show on Netflix. Netflix recently canceled Michelle Wolf's show, and uh, did I talk about this? I think I talked about this. Anyway, I finally saw Busy Tonight, and Busy Tonight is very interesting. It, I didn't watch a lot of Chelsea Lately. I don't even think I watched enough to really gauge what it was. But Chelsea Lately was this show that it was a panel and it was Chelsea and it was like three, four, I don't know, however many other people to, uh, sitting around a table and talking and making the audience laugh and stuff. Busy Tonight feels kind of like that. Except, and I know uh, Pop Culture Happy Hour said this exact same thing. The show is better. She has her writers sitting up front, and they're all drinking their drinks and stuff. I think, and uh, and Busy is on stage talking to the audience. Audience laughs, blah blah blah. Uh, and there's also she also interviews famous guests. Like the first, the only episode that's up on YouTube is Jennifer Garner, so you can watch that and see what I'm talking about. So, but uh, Jennifer Garner comes out. And she'll sit down with Busy after Busy does like a seven-minute monologue that I think lasts too long and is needs to be punched up. <laughs> no offense to her, no offense to her writing staff. There needs to be a little bit more touch-up because <laughs> I've seen. I mean, there's a lot of first episodes of late-night shows that last, and this is what I'm getting at. This show's a late-night show. Hasan Minaj's late-night show, but there's a lot of sh- uh, late-night shows that had, did get laughs the first episode. Uh, Jimmy Fallon's. First tenure on late night, I believe, was a, was a good was a decent episode. His first late, uh, tenure on Tonight Show was really funny because it had all these and it, and it was also entertaining because it had all these celebrities come out, especially that first week. Uh, Seth Meyers's was good. Colbert's was I don't know. Last week tonight, John Oliver's was great. Uh, Trevor Noah's Daily Show was all right. Uh, Larry Wilmore's Nightly Show was all right. Full Sam B's Full Frontal was great. That's why I keep going back to it. Uh, so we have all these people that come out. Uh, Busy tonight seems a little bit. I don't. It's uh, it's tight, but it's also still filled with that nervous energy, and it needs time to to really find its voice. And that's what they're saying on Pop Culture Happy Hour. That's, I think that's what Glenn Weldon said. So it does need its time to to really find its voice. I will, you know, obviously the show E should let the show continue until the summer and definitely see what it looks like. Give it a, give it a year. I mean, don't don't kill the show. But it's very strange that the show airs from Sunday to Wednesday, which bothers me. Go Monday to Thursday. It's it's better that way. It's easier that way. <laughs> Sunday to Wednesday is such an odd schedule for any TV show. I understand Sunday, but I don't understand Sunday to Wednesday. I understand Sunday episodes. I understand a Wednesday episode. I understand, <laughs> hell, even a Thursday episode. But Sunday to Wednesday, which makes me think, I wonder what DeSouza and Miro have been doing the rounds uh, because their show, com- their new show on Showtime comes out sometime early next year, and so I can only assume that once they, once that, once the ball starts rolling on that, that'll be early January. They'll start producing that show very easily, and that's going to be weekly. So I wonder what. And Showtime doesn't really know how to air TV shows. <laughs> no stars isn't Showtime. I don't know when they would put that on, because it's, ob- it's not going to be Sunday. It's not going to be Saturday. It'll be during the week at some point. I would venture as much to say it would be, it can't be a Monday. I don't think it'll be a Monday. It'll either be a Sunday or a Thursday or a Friday. Sunday, Thursday, or Friday. Because they have to get the week's jokes set up. But they're not, that show, their shows aren't really about writing. The, their show that was on Viceland wasn't about writing. It was just about them off the cuff commenting on stuff. 
So I'm, I'm excited to see what happens with that. Busy tonight. Uh, watch it. <laughs> I like Busy Phillips a lot. I've had a massive crush on her since Recent Geeks. Since I watched Recent Geeks when I was very young, and I've had a massive crush on her ever since then. She's a very funny person, too. Uh, very talented actor on Cougar Town. Definitely check that show out, even though I have not <laughs> gotten too far into that. I haven't gotten very far. If you look on my Hulu account, I haven't gotten far at all. <laughs> okay, uh, so there's that. Definitely check out those things. Hey, listen, we're going to take a break. When I come back from this break, you're going to sit here and enjoy every last bit of the last story I got for you. So hold on tight to your butts. Here we go. This is the break. Three, two, one. Go for Chad. Okay. Hey, we're back. Give me a break. Give me a break. Break me off of that piece of that constitutionals. Break me off a piece of your constitution. <laughs> Please, while we're here, please, please do it, please. <laughs> uh, let me tell you what you missed while I was on break. While while you guys were on break, I wasn't on break. I've been I've been recording the show for the past seventeen hours. <sighs> okay, let's get right in. <laughs> I thought I was gonna have more for that, but I didn't. I didn't have more for it. All right, so this next story: Disney plans. Heavy investment in Hulu wants more original series. So obviously, we next year, the uh, Disney-Fox acquisition is going to be finalized. Nothing is standing in the way of that. <laughs> Nothing is standing in the way of these big acquisitions. I think this and the AT&T one with uh, Time Warner, sorry, which is now Warner Media, which only matters to me. <laughs> You know, I was talking to a girl on a dating app, and we were talking about the uh, the Warner Media AT and T uh, crossover for some ungodly reason. I think because she works for uh, Warner Time Warner now, uh, Warner Media. Excuse me. And she was like, "It's a pain," and I was like, "That's ah, pretty cool though." And it happened, and she never messaged me back. That's fine. I was not attracted to her, but still, it makes me so mad. <laughs> Stop ghosting. We are adults. Okay, so let's see. And then that one. And then T-Mobile is set or Sprint said to buy. One of them is said to buy each other. I think it's T-Mobile buying Sprint. So that's going to happen at some point. None of, like the, I remember the Department of Justice used to be so hands-on with this stuff. And, and they're, the one that, they're the ones that okay this, this type of mer- this big merger business of conglomerates. Cause so, people, there's, so there aren't monopolies in any of the industries. But it just doesn't matter anymore. All these companies are buying each other. I wasn't it AT and T that split away its phone service, and then that was singular for a little bit, and then they were a little bit trepidatious about uh, letting the DOJ was a little bit trepidatious about AT and T and singular getting back together. I don't know. Ugh, God, there's so much, so much going on. Anyways, so the Disney Fox acquisition is going to bring about a whole new slew of owning issues for Hulu. So I've talked about this on news time before universal owns, I want to find their exact numbers, but Hulu is owned by, it was owned by Fox, ABC, NBC. It was owned by those three. And then at some point Turner got in there and then, and then it just became this whole thing. So here, so here is, uh, yeah, it was Disney 20th century Fox Comcast and AT&T. So those are the people that own it currently. So when Disney buys 21st Century, 
which is only a small leg of Fox. When uh, when Disney and uh, 21st Century come together, they're going to have 60%. Now, one of the issues, Comcast, which is NBC Universal, they have 30%. AT&T has 10%. The, the one of the things is I and I mentioned on some news time which you can definitely check out. <laughs> I'll link to that. I'll link to that news time. Uh, so in your podcast descriptions in the YouTube description, check out that episode of news time. Uh, Comcast when this happens, Comcast is the next biggest shareholder. So that's sixty thirty and ten. Comcast is is some people think Comcast is going to look at this Disney thing and go, oh man, that's a lot. Maybe we should start our own streaming service. But if you look at all the streaming services that have failed, CISO and uh, Crackle's not doing too hot. Uh, just all the, uh, you know, I don't think Verve is, you know, Verve is just a grab bag of channels. of channels, uh, And so like all these other streaming services that aren't Netflix, that aren't Hulu, that aren't Amazon Prime, those are the ones that are doing well. Everything else is not doing well at all. And so uh, Comcast has can do one of two things. They can either suck it up and stay working with Disney or they can split off and do their own streaming network. Their own streaming network is going to be hard to build upon. So there's I doubt there's little chance of them going out and breaking off and making their own network. And then so they so they might as well stay with Disney and continue to just suck it up. I mean, you're going to get money regardless. So who cares? <laughs> who cares? The next point in this paragraph on uh, Wikipedia, it says, some of Hulu's competitors include Netflix and Amazon. <laughs> that's only that's their only competitors. I remember Yahoo had Yahoo Screen and the show that they had on there, they had a space show and then they had season six of Community. And that would and I that's the only reason I had a Yahoo account was to watch this. To, uh, I don't think they had an account, but to watch um, Yahoo Screen for Community. And that season of community was so, the last, I would say seasons one through three were funny. Uh, Four was all right. Five and six were so bad to me. And I just, but I had to finish that show. I had to finish community. It is, oh my gosh. And now I have four seasons on DVD and I just, I've never, I never watched them. Also because I don't like Dan Harmon anymore, pretty much. Anyway, so here we go. Let's, let's get, let's get, let's dig right into the deep bones of this article. Uh, so, so Hulu, Hulu's future was brought into question with this Disney Fox merger because Disney is, of course, making Disney Plus, which has been named last week or earlier this week. Disney Plus, which I obviously is the easiest name you go with, ESPN Plus, Disney Plus, which is their all their stuff streaming. Uh, well, most of their stuff streaming. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be everything. Most of their most of their shows and movies, and then also brand new shows and brand new movies made just for the service. They're taking everything off of Netflix. Who cares? Uh, and they said it's going to be priced competitively. So it's going to be cheap. It's going to be supplementary to what you have on Netflix, to what you have on Hulu, what you have on Amazon. And I mean, ESPN plus is five bucks, which is a good deal for, I, I looked at, I look at their stuff periodically and they, they have a lot of stuff on there. It's interesting. Uh, but I'm just not going to pay for that. <laughs> I didn't want to come out here and trash ESPN plus. Cause I really think, I do think it's a great idea. A good idea. I was like, great. What Disney Plus is going to offer is these new shows, movies, and then the old stuff is going to be interesting. I think I would I would say it would be priced around eight dollars, five to eight dollars, because Disney stuff is high tier. I mean, ESPN stuff you can 
you can just rent, get cable and watch ESPN stuff. There's there's Disney movies that are in the vault <laughs> that you can't get right now. I can only assume. I remember that Disney vault was so special. And they would have these commercials that would air and say, for the next, they didn't, even, they didn't even give a timeline. For a limited time only, you can get Lady and the Tramp coming out of the vault. Very special edition, the Diamond Edition. And it's on DVD. And there's, oh, Daddy's getting a phone call. I'm not going to answer that. It's an 818 number. That's very strange. Who In California, they're trying to escape the wildfires, trying to get away from me. <laughs> okay. Okay, so anyway. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's the Disney vault. So this is, I assume it can only be stuff from Disney vault. If they don't have bonkers, bonkers is not a good show. It was on Toon Disney. It's a very, it's a very strange show. Uh, it's about a bobcat who's a cop in a Toon world with a human. It's so weird. So stupid. If they don't have bonkers, if they don't have Disney's Doug, cause Disney, cause Doug moved from Nickelodeon to Disney. If they don't have it, I'm waiting for this person to leave a voicemail. Uh, so this is what Bob Iger said, uh, he's a Disney CEO said about Hulu, given the success of Hulu so far in terms of subscriber growth and relative brand strength and other things too, like demographics, we think there's an opportunity to increase investment in Hulu, notably on the programming side. And I think that's just them saying that if they dismantle Hulu, then that would give Netflix pretty much everything they need. And I was talking about this earlier. I think I mentioned this on the application podcast. I wonder I wonder what it would look like if, see, Hulu has live TV, and that's what is, you know, obviously they don't have the millions of subscribers. I think they only have like 800. I think they have less than a million subscribers. Don't quote me on that, for live TV. But I do believe that that is what's, not, it's not what's keeping them afloat. Obviously, it's the stuff that they have, the acquisitions that they've gotten. But I do, I think that, and, this, and the broadcasting stuff as well, obviously. But I do think it's very interesting uh, that, I wonder what it would look like if Netflix tried to have a live component. I did see an article earlier that said something along the lines of, uh, uh, Netflix might be trying out mobile, just like mobile, just mobile subscriptions. So people who only watch on their phones, which why would you do that? Why would you just watch it on your phone? I always travel, blah, blah, blah. No, no, that's still stupid. <laughs> got the commenters that don't listen to this show <laughs> before they got me. Uh, but I wonder what that would look like. Because they, because, you know, they their weekly shows don't do hot. That's why they canceled Michelle Wolf's show. That's why they canceled Joel McHale's show. That's why they canceled uh, Chelsea's shows. I think she had multiple, two to three shows, something like that. Hey, finally left the voicemail. That's a long voicemail. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I, I wonder what that would look like. Uh, that'd be very interesting to see. I don't think they'll do it. They, they, I don't think they have the inf- infrastructure. I think there's too much on there for a live thing to be discovered, for somebody to sit down with a live event. And but I mean Hulu, I mean Hulu, Hulu has uh, live TV, obviously, and then Amazon has live events. Like they've done the royal weddings. They've done. Uh, they do football every single week. They do live events periodically. Uh, and which which also begs begs the question: Why don't they? Amazon owns Twitch. Bring some Twitch events over to Amazon to Prime. This is something that I, that I think would need to be parsed out a little bit more. But I they should definitely do that. That would be very smart of them. The next time Twitch has a big event, just say, "Hey, you can watch this Twitch thing on your Amazon Prime account. It'll be it's great because you because they own Twitch now and." 
uh, they're trying to have some corporate synergy over there. So part of the expansion of Hulu, Hulu's going to be blowing up now, is going, it's going to go to international markets. Hulu, Netflix is available everywhere. That's that's one of the issues. That's why it has, that's why at the end of the year, uh, analysts are saying that Netflix is going to have 127 million users, which which is insane for anything. <laughs> if each one of those people watched one episode of Stranger Things, that can make that the biggest show in the world. Iger's plan to offer Hulu's content to an international audience and build upon series from FX and Fox is one method of trying to substantially increase subscriber counts. It's unclear if Hulu will follow on Netflix's footsteps and invest in more foreign original series for its international subscribers, but Iger said those conversations will happen once the company takes majority control of Hulu. Very interesting. After uh, This is from Iger. After the deal closes and after we have the 60% ownership... That sounds so ominous. We will meet with the Hulu management team and the board and discuss what the opportunities are in terms of both global growth and investing more in content. But that's something we have to do after the deal closes. They're obviously making plans now. Disney Plus is going to launch at some point later this year, I believe. Yeah, or early next year. There's going to be a Loki TV series. There's going to be a Star Wars TV series. There's going to be another Star Wars TV series. That's in, that's crazy, man. People are living that life if they love that Disney stuff. Can't get enough of that Disney stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Name of the episode. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. It, but it's going to be very interesting to see what they do with Hulu. Hulu is... I believe hands down my favorite streaming service. <laughs> they cancel comedies left and right, but it's the combination of, I, I mean, I don't even, their prestige dramas, which are really, they're really well done, which I mean, same thing for Netflix, same thing for Amazon. Uh, their prestige dramas. I still haven't seen the Romanoffs yet, so maybe I'll watch that, you know, for next week's episode. Prestige dramas, their broadcast stuff, and I don't watch, I haven't seen a lot of movies on Hulu because a lot of stuff that's on Hulu is on Amazon, so. I'm going to watch it on there. Uh, and then the live TV component is definitely one of the interesting parts. I, I'm a, I'm a different breed. You know, I'm a young, I hate saying this word millennial who loves still watching cable TV. Cause that's how I grew up. And any chance I get, I'll do, I can, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll watch that over. It's something that's streaming. It's very, it's very interesting though. I'm excited to see what happens. I love Netflix and Hulu and Amazon. You know, I mean, I always, I lament on this every single day. We can pay $40 and we can watch whatever we want. It's crazy. And we're still complaining that TV, something is bad or good. It's crazy. It's insane. Well, this has been an episode of the Constitutionals Podcast. Listen, if you like what you heard here, why don't you head on over to cpluscomedy.com where there's some interviews, there's some other funny stuff. We've got uh, this podcast. That's where this lives. Also, that's where the application lives, the other podcast where I'm doing to pimp myself out to WABE. Definitely subscribe and check that show out because I did lose two subscribers. It's a high subscriber count, but I can still see when I lose two people. So definitely check that show out. It's a daily show. It's wonderful. I love doing it. Uh, I talk about early on. Never mind. I'm not going to mention what I talk about. Anyway, 
definitely check that show out. Also check out uh, News Time. That lives on YouTube.com slash C plus comedy, where you can also watch video versions of this show as well. Uh, news Time is a weekly entertainment news show. It's kind of like Last Week Tonight, Full Frontal, Daily Show, except less funny. All those people came from The Daily Show. All those people came from The Daily Show. Shut up. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, what else is going on? That's it. That's pretty much it. I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you for listening. Share this with your friends. Thank you so much. Bye.